Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Mid-Century Moms. Today is a special day. Uh, it's just Andrea today, but today's a special day because this is our season one first interview. And today I'm going to be interviewing Stephanie from Lovely Locks Hair Lounge. Hey, Steph. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, thanks for, for having me. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for joining. You're our very first guest. Oh, that's so cool. I'm excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> so I just want everyone to know. So Stephanie is, she's not a mid-century mom. She's a lot younger. So yes, I'm very jealous of that, but oh she, is a, <laughs> she is a mom nonetheless. Yeah. She's a entrepreneur. She's an influencer of sorts. She is a hairstylist, <laughs> which also means a therapist to many. <laughs> yeah. And just a kick-ass human who I've gotten thanks. to know not that long. Yeah, I no. was driving back and forth how many years I've been here back to Toronto to get my hair done because I don't like change and I'm very picky. <laughs> and uh, a mutual friend of ours I had met and I always loved her hair. And I was like, where do you get your hair done? And she referred me to Steph, and it's been a love affair ever since. Oh, <laughs> it is. It is a love affair. You I and know. I connected very quickly. Very it quickly. Was, yeah, yeah. For and sure. we recently just acknowledged that we're both Geminis, which was... <laughs> right. It, that was it. It was the stars <laughs> were alive. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. When's your birthday? <laughs> I know. <laughs> So we, us we, Gemini's got to stick together. Like we 100%. Do. Yeah. Yeah. All of our personalities. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, so, you know, we're like one of the craziest signs. So that's why we have to stick together because everybody thinks we're crazy. I didn't right. know that until recently, but anyway, uh, yeah. I, I've always known that, but. <laughs> um, no, you don't acknowledge that. We are the best. <laughs> we are the best. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is why we became such fast friends. Yes. And I'm yeah. so excited that you're our first guest. And some of the things that some of our listeners were asking for is they're getting sick of hearing me and Christine talk already. Um, <laughs> and no, but in all seriousness, they just wanted to hear like from different working moms. Yeah. And whether it be in a different profession, also going through a pandemic and just a, another perspective, because I think that's important, especially at this day and time. So we're going to get into it a little bit. So you are a hairstylist. And how long have you been in the biz, Steph? So I've been actually been doing this since I started when I was 18 years old. So it's actually been like, I think, 18 years. Like I'm wow. getting up there and it's pretty crazy. I, it's weird when I say that. Yeah, like so you were like five long. when you started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those of you that don't follow Steph on Lovely Locks uh, yet, I know a few of my friends uh, do because mm -hmm. they've seen me repost some of her stuff on Instagram. We'll give out the handle so later, awesome. but yeah. yeah, I think the power of influence and by friends, I think, is amazing in this day and time. Yeah. Um, Especially have, the like, support you get from like other women, right? So I was going to ask that, like, do you get a lot of support from women via social media? Is that a newer thing? Is that just from people you know? Do you find strangers also supporting you? Yeah, so 
Um, you know that I did like the big four week giveaway. So that definitely brought in some more draw. Um, I did that for Valentine's Day and I did that basically a draw a week and that definitely brought in some newer people. Um, Mm -hmm. it's hard to say, like, I would say definitely majority are people I know and, Mm -hmm. and then it's growing from there. But this is a new thing for me too, because prior to me having my own business, Um, I didn't really put a lot of thought into online stuff and social media and posting Mm -hmm. my work. Um, I just, I just didn't take the time. So it's, so let me ask, how long have you been out on your own being an entrepreneur? So funny enough, I actually started years ago now. Um, but then it kind of it's funny in the hair world, because it starts with like, you know, you're paid hourly, and then you become self employed, and you can still be self employed and working for someone because you can be on commission or renting a okay. chair, you may not own right. the business, but you're still self employed. So right. uh, it's fun. It's a little bit mm-hmm. different in the hair world that way. Uh, okay. And you're basically working for yourself within a company. So I've done that. But then the first time I ever was like on my own was, um, I guess, like almost nine years ago now. And it was very what different. Made you, very different. What then. made you want to sort of step away from, because obviously I'm sure there's highs and lows with renting a chair or yeah. being in someone else's sort of brick and mortar. You yeah. know, you might have a receptionist that you get to use and all those things. Yeah. So what made you sort of step out and go out on your own? Well, it's kind of a mix of reasons. But first of all, the lady I had been working for, Tammy, I mean, I had been working for her for eight years and she was amazing. And the girls I worked with there, like, it was like a family. Like, we just connected so well. We had such a great time. It was like, you know, it would be like the Cheers bar, you know, you go into the Cheers and it was like that, like, you know, (laughs) but hair in the hair world, you know, like. So it was, it was awesome, but I was pregnant with my daughter, my first child, and Mm -hmm. um, my now ex-husband at the time really thought I should maybe consider working from home. We had the space, and so we actually um, built a room within a room because we had this massive storage room at the time. We had a huge basement, and this Mm -hmm. storage room was like you don't see storage rooms like that. But anyway, so we built within that room and I had a separate entrance and the bathroom was there. So it was like perfect. The only thing was people had to come down the stairs. So for like elderly, it was a bit harder. Right. But going forward, um, I didn't want to, like, I loved working for Tammy. So it had nothing to do with that. It was more just like my life was changing. I knew it was going to get harder with having a child. Uh, But you're going to laugh. Like, actually, the one of the main reasons was I have um, an eye disease. And so it's called keratoconus. And I was driving back and forth from uh, Cambridge to Paris and they're in Preston. So that's around a 40 minute drive. And mm-hmm. I, at nighttime, I was having a really hard time seeing actually driving. Interesting. Yeah. So it was one of the reasons I left. It kind of ended up I didn't want to blessing. Yeah. I didn't want to commute anymore. I just felt like right. um, the commuting and then the driving, like it was starting to get more stressful because I just was having actually a hard time like driving at night. So it was one of the reasons. So, you know, I'd finish at say nine o'clock at night and then still have like a 40 to 50 minute drive, depending on the weather. And I just, it was, yeah, becoming too much. So, 
And Steph's studio now, I have to say, um, is like amazing. You, it is in the back of your house, <laughs> yes. but you don't feel like you're in somebody's house. So that's where this is very different. It's like, very inviting. Yeah. And you really feel like you're in a salon, which you are in a salon, yes. but it, it feels like yes. you've gone somewhere. And for you, it must feel nice because although it's your home, yeah. you have this space to be creative. Yeah to welcome people yeah. like it's just it's so comfortable to go Aww, there that's so nice of you I try well, I surely true. tried like I tell you I know the you difference do. from my first time doing it to this because this is now a very like a completely different home completely different mm -hmm. setup um I did go obviously out of my other house eventually and that's a bit of a story too but um yeah this is a totally different and I learned from my first setup to what I would right. do now. It's very different, very different. So did you find a lot of challenges? Like, okay, so obviously in a hairdressing world, of, I, I'm not an expert, but you have clients that come to you. Yes. So when you were starting up on your own, did those clients from your old salon come with you? Or was it sort of starting anew because your location was obviously new? Yes, yes. Well, so in the other salon, like we were a very fam family oriented salon. So there was a lot of men, children and women. Um, whereas I would say I do have the odd man that has followed me. Like I actually have one in particular who <laughs> literally came to me probably a month after I had Avea and mm -hmm. got a kitchen cut with Avea laying in the uh, playpen beside us. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, because he didn't, he wouldn't, he was that oh yeah, he wouldn't go anywhere else, but yeah. he's such a sweet guy. I, I would, I would do that again and again, like no problem. Right. And he's followed me like from Cambridge to my home, then to another salon and then another salon. And then now my home <laughs> again. <laughs> So my hairdresser yeah. that was in Toronto, that's exactly what I Yeah, did just her. followed everywhere. Followed her yeah. until she eventually got to her house. Yes. But it was just my family wasn't there anymore. Right. And it's so hard to find. Yeah. Like, I tried a few people out here. Yeah. And, oh, boy, did my hair pay the price. <laughs> yeah. But it's not just a cut and a color. No. To me, it is that... Do I feel comfortable yes, there? Yeah. I don't want to sit in silence no, the whole time. No. And I like to feel comfortable yeah. that we can, because you, you spend so much, I mean, especially how long I'm usually in the chair. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's you, you want to feel like you can have a conversation and you're comfortable with this person. Yes. For sure. Like, that's because, a big part of it. Yeah. 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 And I think that's like the ambiance and your personality has to be. Oh, oh yeah almost. yeah like I have no oh, sorry go ahead go, no, no, I was go just ahead. gonna say I have to say when I first started doing hair like it was really hard because I was so nervous all the time like super nervous sweaty nervous <laughs> like because I was so <laughs> like I had to make conversations with all these different people that I didn't know when I was first starting so out well but it was scary at first because every I'm single sure person new. that sits in your chair is new whereas now right. you get the odd new but most of the time you've known some of these people for so many right. years that it's it's easy right so is it true that therapists much like you know a bartender like <laughs> you sorry a hairstylist is like a therapist I feel like yes like I've actually had often even had people reach out to me outside of being in the salon to talk to me about things like I think 
Right. Yeah, I think you just form such relationships with people and it must be exhausting. <laughs> sometimes I and you know what, as much as I love my clients, like because I really, really do, and I'm so thankful. I know um, you do really do. Yeah. And I would never even like point one out and say, like, okay, you know what, I really can't handle you know, this, at the end of the day, they're all individual people and they all have like right. a place. I have a place in my heart for everyone, but. And some of them, maybe you're all they have. Well, and that's the thing. I think the difference is, it's like when you were referring to a bartender, cause there is that stigmatism. <laughs> um, right. It's kind of funny because I think at the end of the day, we're, we're not a family member. We're not a friend. We're not, I mean, we are, but we're not, we're someone that's I got like no, it's an arm's reach away kind of relationship. Yeah, like it's not, it's, yeah. we have no, like, what's the word? Other yes, we have no, that's, hair. thank you. Yeah. Yes, we have no connection to who they're talking about or what they're talking about, right. usually, yeah. usually. So, Just like a therapist. Yes, so <laughs> you can talk to them and like, you know, I take that in and sometimes have something to say if they want me to or just listen, right? Like, but right. yes, it does. Like mentally, my job can be mentally pretty tiring at the end of the day. It's, it can be physical because you're standing and moving all day, but then also just, yeah, listening to people talk. Right. So, so it kind of brings me to the next question is, and it's going to be sort of a twofold because I wanted to talk about, obviously we're all going through this pandemic. Yeah. We're just at the year mark now, unfortunately. Yes. And as an entrepreneur, as a mom, that must be difficult. On the flip side, like you're going through your own stuff with your own family. Yeah. Then, you know, as things open up, people are allowed to come yes. to you. Are all they talking about is the pandemic? Because that would drive me nuts. Yeah. yeah. Is I want to talk about something else. Right. Well, uh, you know what yeah, I Yeah. Mean? So like the first time we opened up after the lockdown, like I was so excited to get back to work. Like the first lockdown right. was very different than the second lockdown. And in, in terms mm -hmm. of really, I think everyone, not just myself was so like, what the heck is going on? Right. right. And it was scary, but it was also like, I had just opened back up it like in the house for the, this was like new in January. Like right. I did a week in December before Christmas, but then literally January. So I had only been open for two and a half months and things were like crazy busy. And, and that's also scary with a pandemic people coming into your house, although your salon yes. is, you know, separate, yeah. like just all of that. Right. Well, and the thing was, was I was just coming back really full time because I had just taken right. three months off prior the year before Finley had just been born and, right. you know, so then you have, okay, a year I went back to work. And then in that fall is when, so he was only a year and a bit and I decided mm -hmm. I was like, I'm done. I need to open up my own thing. So basically we started building in the house and we had to like rip out the ceiling. I know I'm kind of getting off topic, but just so you understand the course of events here, um, you know, we had to mm -hmm. renovate the room to make it a salon because it, it wasn't a salon. And then I'm open and not only did it was like the floodgates opened up and people, it was like this right. weird, and I, I don't want to sound egotistical right now because that's not how I feel, but it was like this weird, like the greatest secret 
that ever was all of a sudden was opening up. And I swear to God, yeah. I got referrals. I'm telling you, I was getting referrals. Like I was probably doing one to two, sometimes more than that new clients a week. And well, thank goodness this was before I was kicked out of a monster. But after I was told about yeah. you, I kept seeing your name in your salon. Oh my gosh, it was insane. Through. Like I went from working part-time because I was trying to kind of keep things quieter while Finley was not even a year old. Like I was I had gone down to part-time like three to four days a week mm -hmm. because I just knew I wasn't going to be able to keep up with having two other kids plus him, him being mm -hmm. a baby, and I just wanted to have some time. And I went back when he was three months. So yeah, so it was crazy. And then all of a sudden the lockdown came. And I was like, uh, right. excuse me? Like it was like um, Yeah, How you're raining you? on my parade right now. Like that's how <laughs> that's how I right. felt I just felt like um no 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 I'm not shutting down I just opened up like how can this be happening I was distraught actually like and my husband was like what the heck is wrong with you like and I'm like I don't know but I'm not okay with this like it it was a huge right. learning curve for me and I know that sounds really selfish but I was like so frustrated no. I think yes yeah. and that probably as a new entrepreneur in your yeah. home and you finally take this yeah. leap and then how dare the world sit down on <laughs> yeah. you when you have hundreds of people knocking at your door saying, yeah. my hair. well, and that was it too. Like, I think even on the client side, client side of it, they were just like, you wouldn't believe how many were like, well, can I reschedule? Can I reschedule? And I, I was, and then all of a sudden I realized I don't, it doesn't matter how many times I reschedule these people. We're not opening. We're not right. opening. So, right. you know, you, right. it was like three and a half months later and we were finally allowed to open. And in that time, like it was discouraging. And I even was like, okay, June 1st, we're going to be open. It's going to be happening. I'm right. sure. So I, 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 I was like, okay, I will book everybody from June on. Well, we didn't even open right away then. So it was no. like, you know, it was, it was, a, it was very weird. And I know that people talk about like pivoting during that time. Yes. And I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, how am I supposed to pivot with no <laughs> clients in my chair? Like, how am I? But that takes yeah. me, you, you have pivoted. Yes. Like, let me yeah. jump in there because your social media, I think you took full advantage of the time when you weren't seeing right. clients. Yeah. And I do say you are an influencer Thank because <laughs> honest to yeah. goodness, no, yeah. for real. Like I wish I was 20 years younger and could do it. Um, you can do it. Anyone can do it. I think I know anyone could, but you, you are so amazing at promoting other women's businesses locally. Thank you. Uh, I have been introduced to a lot of businesses because of oh, you. That's cool. And I think there's something to be said when you have all these people who want to get their hair done by you because of word yeah. of mouth. Two, people are buying stuff from you from a Instagram post, which says so much because you come across, and I call it the power of persuasion. I know you're not persuading anybody <laughs> to buy anything, but it's because you are passionate yeah. and it comes across and you are authentic. Oh, thank you. So that 
in itself was like you almost started this second business yeah so truthfully in the beginning like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna totally lay it out here I had been on this zoom call and like everybody was cooking and cooking last lockdown okay like I think we all were just like okay we can't do anything but we're gonna cook like we're gonna cook everything we can cook and so I always love to cook anyways but it was really funny because there was this hairdresser on this zoom call and he he was talking about the pivot and he was like well I just I didn't even really know what to do at first and truthfully I felt the same way like I can't really fully take ownership until maybe a good month or so in or even like this Mm -hmm. lockdown this lockdown I feel like I really was like okay let's bring the a game we're gonna do this and it's gonna be great but I honestly at first was really fumbling and it was funny because he said well, I just started cooking and I love to cook. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, that was me. Like I've always loved to cook. I was brought up in a house with all like, right. like both my parents cooked and that was a big part mm-hmm. of our lives. So I was like, this wasn't a new thing in lockdown. This was just an always thing. So I started cooking and I was like, okay, so if that's how I pivoted and that's kind of where like, this mama cooks kind of came in, <laughs> but which I'm not yeah. using as much anymore. Cause I realized like, I actually, I think that's what I needed at the time, but sure. I was doing videos and then I got into magnetic lashes because everybody was like missing their lash extensions. So that was kind of fun. I love them. Right. They're awesome. Wow. So that's what I did last lockdown. So I kind of got into that and just was feeling it out and seeing what, you know, the other issue was, not only was hair salons locked down, but the cosmetic, like the beauty industry. So we couldn't get anything at first. We couldn't even sell anything at first because there was nothing to buy. So whereas this time, like they came up with a website, we are able to like halfway through last lockdown, they came up with a website, my company, not all companies, but my company. Right. And I think that's part of everybody pivoting is thank goodness it allowed you to have another right. stream and another opportunity right. because it takes more than sometimes right. just us. You needed them to do their part so that you could do something to help right. you and your right. family. Right. And and so that was really awesome. And then I was also very prepared to open up because I had all my PPE because they actually brought right. in a company from Brant, uh, like in Brantford, mm-hmm. that make this stuff. So we were able to purchase all that right before we even opened so i was set up when they said go i was like let's go um right and just getting back to your question about talking about covid it was like that's what i wasn't prepared for that's what i wasn't prepared for in going back and i'm telling you that it took me four months to catch up with all my clients because it was there were so many restrictions i know once the fall hit i hit a wall And I hit this wall of, Mm -hmm. like, anxiety and almost, like, depression, mental health that I had never dealt with before. But that was because – and I don't blame my clients because everybody was feeling this. And they – But when you're hearing it over and over It was all day long. Like, every day. Right. That's very difficult. I saw that's all they talked about and their opinions and how they felt about what other people were doing and how they talk to other right. people or 
See, early on, I had to stop yes. watching the news yeah. because it was driving yes. my anxiety. I was, I can't control this. I'm like, if yes. something happens, right. I'll hear about it. Right. So I had to stay in my own yes. bubble. So I know for my own self, that was just like turning the TV off, basically. I well, can't do you remember when the when... rate, if you had the radio on even, just even the radio, and they'd be like, 60 oh, second right. pandemic update. And you'd be like, uh, what? Right. What? What's happening no, now? No. You know, Amazing. like, and I remember <laughs> right. my husband actually stopping in from work and being like, what are you doing? He turned the radio off. He's like, stop it right now. Because I was, right. I was like an anxious yeah. mess the first lockdown. And then I kind of. Well, when everyone's right. coming in to talk about it, yeah. complain about it, complain yeah. about other people, what they're doing. Yeah. Plus you got your own family to do. Right. Like, and enough. well, let's be honest, guys. Like if you had kids, they were home for six months, pretty much. So right. my kids hadn't That's left the yes. house. <laughs> I tell you when I, yeah. when they went back to school and I went for a drive to grab a coffee I was like, I don't imagine. Oh my God. This is amazing. Luxury. What have I been missing my whole entire life? Like it was like, this felt like. I know. Such uh, yes. a small thing was such a big yes. reward. Uh, yes. Absolutely. I'll never forget it. I was driving and I'm like, oh, this is so amazing. Like. <laughs> and it's just yes. the quiet. Yes. Do you know how many times I would go for yeah. a drive? Like when the first lockdown, my husband was home for the first oh my God. <laughs> with me and the kids and, and my father. That's so much. My father came here to stay. I was like, I'm going to go. In like five days. In like nine hours five days. I'll be back in five days. I just, <laughs> honestly, there was times I would sit yeah. in my car and cry. Yeah. I'm like, it it's is, and I'm not going to lie. I don't know about you, but I used to love going to the grocery store. I would go, like, every... No, I hate it now. That was my favorite and, thing to and do I hate groceries it in the whole world. I hate it. Me too. Because it's the washing, the wiping, the Lysoling. I can't touch anything. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm sweating in a mask. My armpits are wet. Right. I can't touch a bug. Well... Like, everything I yes. used to love about it well and if you wear no, glasses I like I don't wear glasses with my mask because oh. I just fog up and then it causes me to have a panic attack oh I know I've gone oh, through more God. contacts in the last year than like my benefits won't even cover anymore <laughs> because I just keep because I'm like every time I go out I need to wear contacts right. and wear my glasses right because they're fogging up and then I'm like right. a sweaty right. middle-aged woman in a grocery well store and then so this attack. brings me to August when I went into a beauty supplier and she was wearing a mingle mask and I was like where did you get that mm -hmm. thing and she's like I sell them and I was like give me some because I need to buy these right now but they've canceled right. those in so Brent, this is though, where right? this leads me to my conversation mm -hmm. about how I don't wear that out but I wear it in the salon and I have to tell you right. this because in October, I actually had a client message me and asked me what I was going to be wearing on my face. Yeah. No. And I have to tell you, I know I don't, I'm not the exception to the rule. I know that I'm not some special person that doesn't have to wear a mask, but I can tell you right now, I couldn't wear my glasses and the mask all day long and not right. fog up and be right. just a disaster like some days I work 12 totally. hours a day and I was like I can't do this anymore I was foregoing my glasses just to wear the mask so I started wearing the mingle right. mask I still wear the mingle mask in the salon <clears throat> but I kind of had yeah. to put my foot down and say 
this is what I can do. This is what I can handle. And if you don't like yes, it. Yes. That's ask. basically what happened. Like, cause yeah, 100%. I think between the mental health situation, uh, the fact that I had been working for like almost five months now at that point, cause it was October. I was like done. Right. I was like at my limit of what I could handle anymore, whether I'm right or wrong on that. Right. I just, I had to say to her, I'm sorry if, if you're not okay with this, then maybe you can't come. Like I full out had to do that. And absolutely. I, it, anyway, it's, it's, I think just people in general need to, um, be gracious yeah. with other people because you don't know yeah. what's going on behind that mask with that person, with that family, right. with that situation. Well, you and just I would say like, by the time I got to late November and early December, um, now I was back on a good like role with my clients where everybody was in a good, like everything was running smoothly again. Like it wasn't like I was caught up and everybody's mm -hmm. appointments were pre-booked and we were like, everything was smooth, but I had a client come in and she has had a lot of uh, trauma in her life in the last couple of years. And she was telling me, and I love her and she was telling me everything and it had nothing to do with COVID but I tell you, an hour in after I got her foils on, she said to me, and how are you? And I have never done this. Right. I started crying and I <laughs> I had to walk away yeah. because I had gotten to a point, I think, like you said, listen to I, the, the conversations out. were not normal. The conversations were so far right. from normal. People weren't going anywhere. People had nothing nice to talk about anymore. They weren't going on a trip. They weren't right. talking about their child's graduation. They weren't talking about, oh my gosh, yeah. my daughter's going to prom this year. We're getting her ready for her dress, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this so-and-so's getting married. We're going to their wedding. There was nothing. It was like COVID, COVID, COVID. Right. And by December, I was burnt out. This is where we're going to wrap it up. I love oh, that you, thank you were our first guest on season one. Thank you. Thank you. Now I want you to tell everybody where they can okay. follow you. So I have two accounts media. and my work account is lovely locks hair lounge. And my personal account right now, which I'm thinking about changing the name because it's far too long is uh, that Hair and Mom Life by Miss S. But I, I really do think I should. <laughs> I'm trying to find a handle for it. It is. <laughs> it's a little long. What I'll do yeah. is when we post this episode, okay. obviously we will tag you and put you yeah. put all your uh, handles on there. Thank you so much for taking time. It is a Sunday morning and I appreciate I know, it so I much, talk Steph. I could talk too. to you for hours. <laughs> um, we'll That'd definitely cool. have to have you on for season two. And to all of our listeners, thank you again for listening. Don't forget to follow us at Mid-Century Mom on uh, Facebook. We're still working on those issues on Instagram. Our Twitter is now up. And have an awesome okay, day. Okay, thank and you thank for you having me. so much. So Steph. awesome. Hugs. Bye. <laughs>